new crew, NYC, in Brooklyn, still here. What up, what up, what up? It's your girl, Josina Anderson, host of The Crew, and we have another special show for you today. It's not always football players or actors or musicians. Sometimes we have entertainers on. And today we've got Richie Rich, Rich Dollars from Lovin' Hip Hop coming on the show. If you've ever watched him on his Twitter timeline, you know that he heavily follows his sports, particularly in New York. So he is joining us today. And of course, always Clarence Hater, Chill Hill in the building, fresh off of his new column on the Cowboys. We got to watch out for Dak and writing about why sometimes around this time of year always we don't trust the cowboys at times but before we get into all of that i always let you know where you can find our podcast on the odyssey app download that on your phone or wherever you get your pods or if you want to watch us on youtube simply go to the url thecrewnyc.com thecrewnyc.com will take you right there that is where you can find us but without further delay it is time to get to my boy my co-host morris chestnut who's got his olive green on <laughs> we're gonna get to the crew Oh, wait a minute. We got the R-Puppet. <laughs> we got the Josina arm dance. Yeah, no, yeah, don't yeah, even yeah. try it. We ain't, <laughs> hey, listen, I can roll that back from last year. Matter of fact, we do need to bring Josh Norman up in here because he is asked to come on the show. And matter of fact, even before we get started, I had a text last night from Robbie Anderson. That he got stuff he want to talk about and he want to do an interview, but we got to figure out all of that and what's particular. So we'll, we'll get, get to that. And let, hey, let's get Josh back. I want, I want, to, I want to holler at Josh. Oh, Lord. But of course, Clarence Hill is in the building, fresh off of. I don't even know what to say about your cow. What, 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 what you got to say now, Clarence? I, I have nothing to say. I mean, like I said, this is uh, the Cowboys didn't have nothing to say. I mean, that caught him. Dak, can I use this word? Dak said he played shitty, crappy. Uh -huh. Okay. Mike okay. McCarthy had no answers mm. uh, for whatever they put on the field against Washington. The game that, that they wanted to win. This was not a game they didn't want to win. They wanted to win. They wanted to have a chance to, you know, if somehow the Eagles stumbled, have a chance with NFC's title. They wanted that 13th win would have been a team record time 13th win, and they went out there and just got mollywhopped by. Uh, mm. A, a mm. Washington team that's not in the playoffs that was starting a quarterback that hadn't started all season. You know, mm. playing Sam like Howell. Yeah, Sam Howell. It, mm -hmm. it, 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 there's, there's no explanation for that performance. The good news is when the postseason starts, the regular season is wiped clean and you have a new season, first start. Mm. And they flip the script. We don't yeah. know because the Cowboys team has not, not done anything in the playoffs since 1995. I do have a question for you, though, Clarence, in all seriousness. <laughs> No, no, this is all, in all seriousness. So the one thing that we noticed, I've noticed about the Cowboys, particularly this year, whenever they, of course, they go up and they go down. Whenever they go down, mm. they normally bounce back pretty ferociously. The next game normally mm. is a pretty impressive win. What are your thoughts going into Tampa Bay against Brady coming off on the rebound? Yeah, you know, you're right. Going back to last season, the Cowboys have not lost two games in a row. They usually follow the loss with their win. Certainly that's been the case this year. Uh, Tampa Bay is 8-9 for a reason. You know, I know Tom Brady is undefeated against the Cowboys, 7-0 his career, 2-0 since he's been uh, in Tampa Bay. But this is not prime Tom Brady. This team is not the Super Bowl team of two years ago. Not just the offense, 
but the defense is not what it was. Uh, the Cowboys are a three-point favorite. They should win this game, but if they don't win this game, it's not because Tom Brady is some magician, some boogeyman. It's because the Cowboys are cowboying again. It's because the Cowboys pee down their leg again and, and do what they've done in big games and big moments since 1995. Like when Romo went to Cowboys when they had the best record in the league in, in 2007 and let the Giants steal their destiny. Uh, Clarence, did you see the the Bucks play the Panthers in the last game that I was at? You know, in Tampa Bay uh, two weeks ago, where and, and Tom the, Brady yeah. had like multiple touchdowns from yards. Yeah. I, I was just, I was just, I was just the wondering if you playing with me and you at cornerback. Do you oh, not okay. know what to do? Oh, I mean, oh, the Panthers oh. are a bad team for a oh, reason too. Oh, okay. The whole division is trash. That's not. G- Giselle said her ex husband can't throw and catch the ball. Do you did see people on the other end of those passes catching I the do ball? No, oh, okay. the okay. was playing okay. with me, you and Morris, the cornerback. Okay. But, okay. I, but I will say this, though, in, mm. in, in all fairness, and this mm. goes for the Cowboys, and this also goes for the Buccaneers. Mm. I think that both teams are scary if they bring their premium game. Mm. You cannot, you know, you, listen. We already talked about the Cowboys bouncing back. Brady and those boys, they have not played up to expectations. But they still have some talent. They still have Julio Jones. They still have... uh, 135-year-old Julio Jones. But he's not the number one option. Mm. You know, know, he's not... You got Godwin. Godwin's coming back from a knee injury. You're going to get... back. They got got their two tackles. They're getting their two tackles back. You know, so... So they do have a lot to to work with down there, and they could be scary. We'll see if the Cowboys cannot run the football. If they cannot run the football, it could be a uh, a long. That's the biggest problem with the Cowboys. You know, everybody points at Dak's interceptions, but it's been the lack of a running game. The running game was 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 a big part of what while they were successful early in the year. Look at the last four weeks; they can't run the ball. Mm. The offensive line is not moving anyone. They they. You know that you know we talk about Tyron Smith and Jason Peters. The offensive line is a problem. They're, but, they're not getting creating any holes, and they're horrible in pass blocking. But yet and still, really quickly before we get to headlines, we got to move because we still got our VIP guest coming in, Richie Rich from Love and Hip Hop on the show. But really quick before we transition, I just want to say you guys uh, down there in Dallas were listening to Jerry Jones this morning. I saw some people tweeting out asking him if Mike McCarthy's job. Uh, would be uh, on the line if they don't win. And he was like, no, I don't want to talk about this. Can't talk about plus and minuses really, really quick. But I don't believe him. I'm sorry. It's on the line. Well, no, <laughs> what he said was, and, and I texted guys from the show, they asked him, is there anything that could happen Monday that would put his job on the line? He said no. But he didn't say he was coming back. Uh-huh. You got to understand Jerry speak. Yeah, and that wasn't the whole quote, though. It was like, no, it was something else. I, yeah, I, no, I was listening to it, but he had, mm. basically just said no. And, mm. But again, I I, I decided mm. for Jerry speak. He was he was mm. being specific about what he was saying because and, and Jerry will say this all the time. Just because I said it, don't make it so. Okay, he can say whatever he says today can change tomorrow anyway, depending on what happens Monday. So you know mm. you got to take all that with a grain of salt. There was the quote. Uh, no, I don't even want to. No, that's it. I don't need to go into all the pluses or minuses. I've got a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than this playoff game. But exactly. Anyway, but I got like a lot said. more to evaluate okay. him on. That means mm-hmm. that, that doesn't guarantee he's coming back. Uh, uh, listen, I already know that. Let's move on to headlines. Let's go. All right.
right, before we get to our VIP guests, uh, Richie Rich and the crew crib, we're going to do one headline first. I just want to talk about Cliff Kingsbury, who got fired yesterday on his day off, uh, kind of. You know, with the Arizona Cardinals, he's not there anymore. Steve Kime, they said he was taking a leave of absence, but really they were letting him go, so that's the deal. So what are your quick reactions to this, and who should coach Kyler Murray more, Chestnut? This is a tough one right here. I mean, you know, I know everybody's going to go after Sean Payton. I mean, everybody and their mother wants Payton. Um, I just think that you need to really have a, uh, a creative offensive uh, mind to come in there and be able to utilize uh, Kyler Murray's skills, you know, to their best ability. You know, he's he's not a prototypical, a prototypical quarterback just in terms of his size and stature. And even, you know, you would love to use his mobility as a weapon, but you know, he he's, he doesn't appear to be uh, to be that durable uh, throughout the course of a season. So it's going to be a very very interesting uh, play and see who they can get next to come in there. Okay, but here is the thing as I switch off of you right here. Is this even fair? Because Cliff Kingsbury, the team was 3-13 and before he got there with Steve Wilkes. Then they went from 5-10, and Clarence, to 8-8, eight and eight, to 11-6. and six. And this year they're 4-13 and 13 when they were missing DeAndre Hopkins for six games to start the season. Clarence. Well, I mean, for the love, make you laugh and make you cry. I mean, there was no reason for them to hire him. He was a failed college coach, okay? You know, but he, he was got hired. Hi- he got hired on he BS. He go back and say he should have been hired. He well, was I'm hired. just saying, but you he can't. Not pay attention to the the hiring process was illegitimate, so you can't say the firing process is illegitimate. It's the same thing. He got hired Good on point. BS. Okay, but they backed up every year. You can talk about the records, but look how they finished every season. You know, my issue is is the decision making. They just signed him to an extension last year. It's like they signed Kyle Merchant extension, signed to an extension, and they fired the two, the GM and the head coach. The person that that, that <laughs> should be a huge wake up call to is Kyle Murray. Mm. You know, whoever comes in, I don't know who you bring in because number one, he's coming off ACL. Yeah. But number two, he's he's certainly not your traditional quarterback. You know, you got to bring in somebody with a creative mind that can work with him, but you do have that, that elephant in the room of his quote, quote unquote questionable study habits, you know, and, and whether, you know, he's serious about the game. And, and so this is definitely a, a, a referendum and wake up call to Kyle Murray that if he wants to be the quarterback, he thinks he can be, and they drafted him to be, he got to get his stuff together. Oh, so are you trying to say that like Baker Mayfield, he's kind of a little bit of a, you know, affecting, I'll just say affecting coaches' careers? (laughs) Every quarterback runs runs around with the coach's paycheck in their back pocket. I mean, that's part of the game. Mm, They're tied at the hip to a certain extent. And there's no question that these two, this quarterback and coach were tied to him. The reason they hired him and the mm. reason was to get Colin Murray. I mean, they'd already drafted the quarterback the year before. They fired a coach after one year. They brought it, Coach Bro in because mm. of his relationship with Colin Murray, because he runs that kind of offense. Those two are tied to him. So, yeah, Colin Murray is the reason why this guy lost his job. There's no question about that. Well, you know, I also want to get the opinion of somebody else to see what they kind of think. And obviously the rest of our headlines, too. Typically, we just kind of go into our interview. But I want to bring in Richie Rich for his opinions as well. So we are going to get now to our crew crib. All right. 
right, look who's in the building, Rich Dollars. What's going Yo, on? What's up? <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? Good. What's going on, guys? What's going yes. on, my boy, man? All right. Yeah, but looky here, but Rich came and supported you, Morris, at your final chapters. Oh, by the way, Tyreek Hill, I was in the locker room. He said he want to be on the final chapters, you know, with the best man. But Richie Rich, he came and, and showed you love. So appreciate Rich you coming through. Appreciate you nah, coming through. Yo, appreciate you having me, man. Congratulations. I just peeped the thing about um y'all being the first uh Paramount thing that's on um that's on whatchamacallit. That's yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Nielsen, the Nielsen thing. So yeah, that's right. That. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank oh, you. I appreciate it. Richie coming out with the research on the success on the Colgate smile and everything. So we you know appreciate what I mean? that. <laughs> hey, look, so Rich, we've been talking about Kyla Murray. We've been talking about the Arizona Cardinals. Obviously, they got rid of this coach. I don't understand Clarence's point because he's talking about the higher prices and he should have never been there. But Rich, before we get into your Aaron Rodgers and your Green Bay Packers and all of this stuff, before Kyla Murray even got there they were three right. and 13 with steve wilkes they went mm -hmm. five and ten eight and eight eleven and six and four and 13 after d hot missed six games should the man have been fired i'm gonna say it like this he's a victim of he's a <clears throat> excuse me he's a victim of late season fallout he's a victim of turmoil in the locker room he's a victim of all that arizona always jumps out and then they always falter at the end, whether it be injuries, whether it's D-Hop doing what he's not supposed to do, whether it's Kyler getting hurt. It's always something where Arizona looks so good at the beginning and then they fall apart. Mm. He's a mm. victim of that. Besides the fact that you Kyler walking off the car, walking off the field, first them out, all that stuff impacts how people think about you. But you know, Brady, hold on, hold on, hold on, come out, come out, come out. Rich, oh, I apologize, my brother. This, I know mm -hmm. it's your first time on the show. But it's hold not on, first, you, first time he was here last. You mean this season? This, this season. season. First yeah. time on the okay. season. This season. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now you say that he's a victim of the quarterback. He's a victim <laughs> of a late season fallout. He's a victim of the locker room turmoil. <laughs> so who's responsible for that? <laughs> Yo, okay, okay. He's does the equipment guy take the ball for that? <laughs> nah. Who's supposed to blame for all that? Rich, come on, man. Nah, he's absolutely responsible for that. But sometimes, like, yo, come on, Mo. He didn't have no control over Kyler getting hurt. He don't have no control over hot. He don't have no, like, should, listen, if you look at the man's record and where they have come from, like Josie said, if you look at his record and where they have come from, I have seen coaches with a longer um, rope, with a longer year. Mm -hmm. Yep. Should he? Could he have gotten fired? Like, is anybody gonna jump up and down and be like, "Yo, oh my God, he they got done dirty. He's he's the Texans coaching. He got done dirty." No, nobody's going to say that. Mm. But if mm. you were looking for a reason to keep him, you mm. could have made excuses for this man mm. as to why he should mm. still be the coach. What's wrong, Clarence? What's wrong? You know who got done dirty, Steve Wilkes. Okay, Steve uh, Wilkes. Yeah, that's who got done dirty. He got Speak one on year. It. Speak on he, it. He got one year. This dude got way more than one year, okay? And again... I thought you are what your record says you are. I, I mean, wow. for, for devil's well, advocate, well, I'm not well, saying that. You, well, you know well, I love well, Steve well, 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 okay. I, You know well, I love Steve Wilson, but I'm said. just saying. I thought well, that's what people so, said. So, so, hold on. Remember yes. in college, yes. he yes. never won nothing. He was what his record said he was in college, too. He was a failed... But they hired him because of his relationship with Kyler. Exactly. So there's a reason why he was brought in. And that relationship with Kyler got him fired. So wait, so okay, let's go. Hold on, Everett. So he they hired him 
for his relationship with Kyler, but then you just spoke on Kyler cussing him out on the sideline. Listen, oh. and and that and that can be and that can be and that's probably why he's not the coach anymore. First of all, well, they ended that, that conversation with smiles. You know, you know what I'm saying. And and and, and, and coaches and quarterbacks have heated moments all the time. Uh, uh, can we look? Can we look at Belichick and Tom Brady and and people that you know? Please. All that stuff is cool when you win it. You know, but exactly. When you're losing, it's not going to be cool. But let me. Okay, so Rich, what is he responsible for? Like, <laughs> you saying he's a victim of this? He's a victim of that? So no, I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm, what I'm saying is that he's responsible for all of that. Everything that I said, he's responsible okay, for. Okay. My, minus so you kept saying he's a victim of it. No, minus injuries, minus the injuries, he's responsible for all of it. But if you were to look at his record and where Arizona has come from and where they are, with this year being an outlier, no D Hop, um, Tyler, Tyler getting hurt super duper early. You don't have those things. You, if you were looking to make an excuse for this guy to come back next year, you could. Now, so that's not to say that it's not his fault. It's not to say that Kyler cursing him out and all that. Optics mean everything. You know that. Walking across on a Sunday night game or Monday night game, getting cursed out by your players and all this, that all means something. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. if you were looking at him and you said, we want to keep him, you could have given him another chance and the world wouldn't have been in an uproar. If you wanted to fire him and say, we want to that's, move forward true. with another that coach, the world would not have been in an uproar. But this is what I say to what you just said. Mm. So I'm looking for a coach who can overcome, you know, mm -hmm. quote unquote injuries and, 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 and challenges. Yeah. You know, we could take that Dallas earlier this year. The, mm -hmm. Dak Prescott went down. They won like three, four in a row. Let's mm -hmm. look. Let's look at San Francisco. They not only lost Trey Lance, they even lost Jimmy Garoppolo. They still mm -hmm. walked into the playoffs. Let's go over to Mike Tomlin <laughs> in, um, in Pittsburgh. You pull a receipt. Went down. Let's go. Let's go to Baltimore. You have a Lamar Jackson go down. Numerous injuries throughout the whole team. They still <laughs> they still in the playoffs. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for my head coach to overcome those things, particularly <laughs> at this stage when he's been with the system and his culture has been in there for such a long time. All right. One, let's not ever compare Arizona with, with, with San Francisco because they're predicated, their whole life is predicated on defense. And you can run, you can rock with Brock Purdy, you can rock with Trey Lance, you can rock with Jimmy Garoppolo, and you're going to win as long as that defense and Debo and McCaffrey, and they have weapons all over the field. Debo's Mike Tomlin. Debo's been hurt. But you did you he got hurt right when they brought in McCaffrey. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm, so okay, mm -hmm. so okay, so here we Mike go. Mike Tomlin has mm. never had a losing season. Mm. Ever. So let's right. not ever come play a King Bill Kingsbury with Mike Tomlin. Okay, and who else? Who should we not who else should we compare him to? Okay. That's my point. Who else should we not compare him to, Rich? We should not compare him <laughs> to winners. <laughs> the winners who are in challenges. And that's why they go find somebody else. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right, yo, hey, okay. Why you sound like Mike Singletary? We want winner. Hey, look, but here, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Obviously, yes, he's gone and all these other things. And you, you guys are talking about the relationship with the quarterback behind the scenes and things like that. And yes, there was tension. And uh, yes, there was some mediation that had to happen behind the scenes, as I heard. I also heard they did talk about it. You know, but then he got hurt, and that's what made it more complicated because Mike Bidwell really had a decision. You already let go of your GM. Kyler Murray's hurt. Where you're going to have literally questions around every single star aspect of your team, particularly when they're talking about Kyler Murray's not coming back until October. But let's move on. Let's move on. We got to talk about 
Aaron Rodgers. And I'm going to come back to that later, but yeah, I have something uh, yeah. Well, okay, okay, you can come back. But uh, I don't know if you guys saw the end of the game. Did you see the end of the game? The Lions yeah. won, by the way. And knew, Detroit! Oh, please. Knew before the game that they were eliminated, so they could have easily laid down, but they didn't. But interestingly enough, after the game, wide receiver James Williams, Jameson Williams comes up to Aaron Rodgers. He asked him for his jersey the first time they played. He said, no, I can't do it. Maybe the next time. So then he comes back at the end of the game. He's like, yo, 12, can I get the jersey? And, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers said, I've got to hold on to this one. Mm, wait a minute. What was that? You see, the camera's always hot on the mic, on the field, rather. You gotta gotta watch what you say. Now people are wondering, is Aaron Rodgers gonna come back? And they've got Jordan Love, who they gotta pick up that fifth-year option by, by May. So, is Aaron Rodgers' career over with? Should GB begin the youth movement? Clarence, go. It's complicated because of the contract. He has a dead cap value of $99 million next year. Yes, which can which if they pick up the option, which most likely the contract is structured so they're incentivized to do, though, it can be prorated. So if they do that with the yeah. day after the new league year, going into the day before the start of the regular season, that amount gets prorated. So it's really yeah. about what also GB wants to do and uh, if Aaron Rodgers pushes the issue. But go ahead. Yeah, it, it, it could get prorated, but it's still going to be $30, $40 million you know, to a guy that ain't here. And, and so obviously it depends on what Aaron Rodgers wants to do, but you know, it's it's time to move on. It's, it's time for them to, to move on to the Jordan Love era. The, the disappointment is if you do move on to the Jordan Love era, you've done it without finding out if Jordan Love can play. I mean, it's great that they were four and eight and he got them to the brink of the playoffs, but they didn't get the playoffs. At the end of the day, mm. you, you, you waste an opportunity to find out if you had a quarterback of the future and if he's gone, if he retires. Because they started competing towards the end of the season, so they couldn't go to Jordan Love when they started getting back their juice. I, I understand all that. I'm just saying mm. the bottom line, at the end of the day, they didn't get back their juice. He <laughs> failed. You know, in, in a, in they failed. The whole team failed against Detroit uh -huh. and the, mm. they don't know what they have in Jordan Love mm. and, and, and so that's mm. a huge problem for them going forward mm. uh, The Aaron Rodgers listen I have I, I think that if Darren Rodgers retires now mm. it, it, it's mm. he's going to go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever but to me it's a it's, his career was a disappointment for him to only get to one Super Bowl I watched him in Dallas Mm. And I, I watched him win that Super Bowl. And you just yes. had to figure he's going, Aaron Rodgers ready to take that method from Tom Brady and mm. roll off two or three. Mm. He has not gotten back. Of course. And, and, it's, okay. and it's upset that, you know, just finish, that Aaron Rodgers yes. and Brett Favre and all their MVPs together have only gotten one Super Bowl each from Green Bay. Mm. Okay. Uh, Rich, go, because I know you have some thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. What, what, what is it? First of all, let me start this by saying anybody who watches football is going to say that Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest that ever did it. So I preface my comments by saying that Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest that ever did it. <laughs> but with, with that being said, I can't I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. He's okay. selfish. He's selfish. He only cares about his team. I mean, excuse me. He only cares about himself. And I would venture to say if you were to go down that locker room and ask those players in that room. If they can't, if he stayed or left, they would be like, we don't give a shit if he goes away tomorrow. Mm. For somebody to be that good and not, he is selfish. He is like a, he is, he's just like he's a James Harden of football. 
Why is he the James Harden of because football, if you look, Because if you look at his stat line, you'd be like, oh, my God, he's amazing. You look at the MVPs, you'd be like, oh, my God, he won him. He's this dude. He was dominating for this certain for this time period. He was amazing. But, number one, he couldn't win. He only won one in 12 years or whatever, however many years. Mm. Number two, he the, the people that he plays with, they don't walk away from like they don't walk away wanting like Tom Brady is different. People want to play for Tom Brady. People want to succeed for Tom Brady. Tom Brady's calling people and going to Tampa and he's playing in the in high school uh fields, throwing footballs to people. Aaron Rodgers only going to be a part of these kids. So now the reason that you start up a season so badly is because you've been MIA since these kids got drafted. They don't know you, they've never even seen you throw a pass. And then now you're four and eight. So then the kids finally start to come around. Now here we are again. Another all seasons come about, and Aaron Rodgers is doing the same thing he did last year. Oh, I can't give you my jersey. Just tell old boy you don't want to give him the jersey. He did tell him he just didn't be, want to give him the no, jersey. No, not 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 no. I got to keep this homie, implying that this might be my last jersey. This just your play boy. I don't want to give you my jersey, dog. And <laughs> walk away. Morris, jump in there. What you got to say? I, listen, listen. You say that you know they they came back strong at the end of the season. They beat. Chicago, the Rams without Stafford, uh, Miami without uh, Tua, and then the Vikings. I, you know, look, I, I think it's time, in my opinion, for the organization to move on. You know, you have a mm. quarterback who with one foot in, one foot out. I think if he was committed to the franchise last year, maybe they don't lose Devontae Adams. But every year, it's, it's will he or won't he, will he or won't he. You need some type of stability in your franchise. You know, and I think it's time for them just to go ahead and move on and deal with, see what they have in Jordan Love. Give him the keys to the car and let's see where we go with it, right? Well, in and fairness, not, he didn't say a- he wasn't coming back. He just said, I want to hold on to this one, just to be fair. But go ahead. No, no, I, I no, but he well, made he a statement. He also made a statement. Well, sometimes you have to get off the carousel or whatever it was that he said, you know, uh, implying that he's not sure if it's time for him to retire or stay. Is the, the, and that's actually the problem. Mm. There's always there's always these statements, these these uh, th- these comments to where the, you can't really they're not definitive one way or another. He's not saying I'm coming back next year. Let's do it. Let's get this franchise right. He's not saying that, and I think that's hurting the franchise. Okay, but y'all is saying okay. Well, go ahead and just test Jordan Love. I mean, are you so are you saying uh, Morris, if you're GM, that you are comfortable? Yes. Just without yes. Seeing, not seeing, and, and I want to be yes. clear. I'm not saying that Jordan Love is not good. I'm just saying we haven't seen yes. a lot of him. This is what, yes. This is why I'm comfortable doing that. Okay. Because we just got two first round picks, I think, from the Raiders, mm. right? So if Jordan Love is not the answer, we're gonna have to figure it out sometime or another. Mm. Why are we gonna? Because this is what we have right now. Listen, Aaron yes. Rodgers is a great talent, a Hall of Famer. But, but this is what we have. Mm. The last three years, mm-hmm. he lost to Tom Brady at home. Mm-hmm. He lost to Jimmy Garoppolo at home after securing the number one overall seed, the only team in the NFC to get a bye. Now he's lost to uh, uh, Jared Goff mm. in, with the playoffs on the line at home. All you have to do. Why is you had to bring up Jared Goff's name like that to Jared Goff? Go no, ahead. no, no. I'm saying to mm. Jared Goff. I'm saying we're talking mm. about quarterbacks here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So he, he he lost to Brady. He mm. lost to uh, Garoppolo. Then yeah. he lost to, to Goff. Yeah. All at home. 
Yes. All at home. Well, they so win, they did losing? win four of the what last mean? five. I mean, we so we did start to get excited because they started four to the pull last five together. Against who? No, and uh, uh, does it matter? It's a yes. freaking win. No, yes, but, it matters. But the yes, whole reason, matters. but the whole reason why the game was interesting towards the end of the season is because they did reel it in, and a win is a win. And he did a good job of bringing in, you know, some of the young wide receivers in that. You know, I'm not saying I will tell you this. What? What it's what it seems like to me yeah. is okay. I remember everybody remembers the locker room. R E L A X. Just relax, right? <laughs> R E L A X. Just relax because now our back <laughs> against the wall. Nobody believes in us, right? Uh -huh. But then every point after that, uh -huh. we had a chance where they had the advantage uh -huh. against Tom Brady. They were sitting at home waiting for Brady to come in. They had the advantage. They lost. He had the advantage last year against Garoppolo, waiting for Garoppolo to come in, and they lost. He had the advantage this year. Waiting for the Detroit Lions, mm. the Detroit Lions, who are mm -hmm. playing well this year, mm -hmm. but they're still Detroit to come in and he lost. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so it seems like when the money's on the line, he doesn't show up. Mm. Again, I, I go back to the fact that they haven't showed up since they won that Super Bowl. I mean, mm. it's you know for for the greatness, and we all acknowledge the greatness of Aaron Rodgers. I think the media gets too excited about Aaron Rodgers because all the records say, you know, not just you. He's one of the greatest packages in the National he Football is, League. He's one of the greatest yes. talents. Okay. But, but we, we're we, comparing, we, and we're talking about Tom Brady, who got seven rings, who gets it done because that's who he's compared with. When you when you're talking about great players, you you, you got to differentiate. And how do you differentiate? Mm. It's and why I, Aaron Rodgers to step down. Mm -hmm. I agree. And let me say this: I used to be the the, the biggest Aaron Rodgers supporter because I would always say. I would always say, man, if if Aaron Rodgers played under Belichick all these years, he would have the same amount of Super Bowls that Tom Brady has. If anybody plays with Belichick in that system and that structure, Aaron Rodgers had that great talent. He would have the same amount of Super Bowls. But you know how you know when I had to walk that back? When? Two years ago, mm -hmm. when Tom Brady switched teams, mm. then went into Aaron Rodgers' house and still beat him. <laughs> exactly. I had to walk it back. I was wrong. The thing about Aaron Rodgers is everybody's going to always go back. Everybody's going to go back to his stat line and everything that he's done stat-wise. He's not a winner. He's a selfish player. He's a selfish player. Super Bowl champ. And, that, and, there's, no, and there's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. And as long as he, and if you want to go back to stats, like you, mm -hmm. people have to make a decision. Like I, mm -hmm. I listen to these commentators and these sports pundits all the time. And one day it's about stats and all oh, Aaron Rodgers is the best that ever did it and yada, yada, yada. And then one day it's about who cares about stats? He's not a winner. He's not a winner. So make right. up your mind, yo, well, because okay, he's not a winner. Say, but, but I will say this. I do feel like you know, some of the tone changed or was even maybe even more allowed to change given his stat line after he did that interview with uh, Pat McAfee and, you know, certain things came out about what he said as far as his personal beliefs or what have you. And that kind of changed a little bit of Listen, the vibe I'm around glad, Aaron. I'm, I'm, glad you know? it up. Wait, I'll go. I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because I, and, I, and I brought him in reference to, to Brett Favre. Mm. Never has the image of two quarterbacks off the mm. field changed so much in the last year. Two mm. Hall of Famers, two guys that we thought, you know, that people held to us higher esteem. You know, mm. you got Brett Favre and the welfare fraud out of Mississippi and everything we thought about him as a good person out the window. Aaron Rodgers, same people. He may be a great quarterback. He's a horrible person. So but what's your point? 
That was my point. No, I know, but I'm saying, but no, 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 but your point is, okay. People have changed mm -hmm. over the last year, both of them. Okay, so Let, yes, you're solidifying your personal opinion about him, but I mean, well, but, but yeah, at the end of the day, we're still talking about football greatness and how much credit thing. he still and, should and, get toward the end of the season and next season. Go ahead, Morris, and, and, and let me say this. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I was a huge Aaron Rodgers fan, huge Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers supporter, but everything mm -hmm. I just mentioned had nothing to do with his political, his politics or his personal opinions. Mm -hmm. All of my opinions about him now are on the football field. You have somebody with arguably the greatest talent of any quarterback who has an arm, accurate, strong, crazy mobility, read defenses, one of the smartest guys going to Berkeley. Mm. You got one championship? You got you got one Super Bowl? You only I mean, two? okay. You only two? I, yeah, but I mean, you know what? And, so but the hold on now. went to the never Super Bowl four times and never you, got okay. But you also lost pivotal games at home when you've had the advantage. You had the number one overall seed mm. and you lost, mm. scoring like seven points, 10 points, mm. whatever they scored. Mm. You lost to Tom Brady at mm. home when you had all the advantages. You lost to, 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 to Jared Goff at home to go to the playoffs. Every critical game mm. in the last three to four years. Although that Quay, home, that Quay, that Quay thing wasn't on Aaron Rodgers, but at what the Quay end, thing? Well, when they got the uh, when he shoved the trainer, one and they play, got the, and they one got the, play okay. does not decide a football All right. game. Okay, All right. one play. Aaron Rodgers and them, the offense yeah. had like 50, 60 plays. Okay. one play never decides a football game. We're moving on. Lamar Jackson, okay, has been out for quite a while since week eight. And that loss against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, oh, by the way, are in the playoffs Dougie representing P. what? What's Dougie P. Say? Dougie P. Oh, I thought you said MVP. No, Dougie <laughs> okay. P. Dougie I was just making, just making sure who He's represents the AFC South. Okay, so the question is, should Lamar Jackson come back to the playoffs hurt or not? Because every week, Harbaugh's been saying, we don't know, we got to wait, we got to know, we got to wait, da, 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 da. Today is Tuesday. Wednesday is definitely is installation day around the NFL. It is put up or shut up time. Are you coming back or is there any thoughts about protecting the business side? Lamar Jackson does not have a contract extension and the team didn't give him the numbers he wanted because he wanted guaranteed money like Deshaun Watson more so. Um, this is a tough one for me. This is a, this is a tough one. I'm Why? not sure. Well, I'm not sure the extent of Lamar Jackson's injury. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, he's going to need to rely on his legs. But honestly, I don't think that they've put him in the best position to win. You know, you saw uh, Buffalo go out there and get the receiver from the, they got digs from the Vikings. You saw what that did to, um, to, 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 to Allen. You mm -hmm. saw the Eagles go out there and get your boy AJ from Tennessee. You saw what mm -hmm. that did mm -hmm. for, for Hurts. You mm -hmm. saw the Dolphins go out there and get um, and get Tyreek Hill. You see what that did for Tua. Mm -hmm. I don't think that the, that they've, they've given Lamar Jackson. They let his number one wide receiver go to Arizona. I don't think they've given him the weapons that he's needed to. Well, oh, first of all, the Baltimore Ravens have tried. They definitely have tried. I know that for they sure. Tried they've, they've, they've tried, tried multiple what? times to get multiple elite, you know, people to the, but they all, those wide receivers have to decide also to Agreed. come. So it's that's, not just that they're not really, trying. I, I, that's, I, I, I agree with mm. you, but I don't think that Tyreek Hill was a free agent. I think he was traded to, uh, last time I checked, he was traded to Miami. Rich Dollars uh, go. I, I, I think Terry Von Diggs was traded to Buffalo. I don't think he was a free agent either. Okay, Rich go. Um, 
I'm a, I must, I must say this. I'm with Morris in the fact that it's, it's, it's difficult because every day that he don't play, every day that he doesn't play, it makes it, it makes the team look at him like he's that much more indispensable. Last year when Huntley came in the game, everybody was like, "Oh my God, this kid is a beast." This year, not so much. He's four and three, whatever the case may be, but he's no, he's no Lamar Jackson. So Lamar Jackson might be getting some, he might be getting some leverage right now by not playing. And if he's not healthy and tomorrow will tell the tale, then he shouldn't play. Mm -hmm. But the reality of the situation is this also is why Baltimore doesn't want to give him no money. Because you can't stay on the field, my guy. You can't stay on the field. And I can't, I can't, I can't give you 250, 240 guaranteed if you can't stay on the field and you only playing, you only gonna give me nine, ten games and sit out for seven. That yeah, but they, they benefited off of his playing style. The same playing style that you're criticizing, the same style that they benefited off of. Clarence, but what you, did that mean? What did that mean? What did that mean? Go ahead. I mean, he, he's right. I mean, that, that's the double-edged sword of his playing style, though, is that I, I cannot guarantee you 240, 250-minute guarantee if you're not going to stay healthy. And you say they didn't want to give his money. He didn't want. also didn't want to accept that contract that they offered him. And, and so he gambled on himself and got hurt. You know, so I don't know that he gained leverage here. You know, I think that you gain more leverage as you go out there and, and, and if he's able to show something and win in these playoffs. But that's tough. I mean, he hasn't played in three, four weeks. He hasn't even practiced in three, four weeks. They're expecting more him to come out that. there and, and, and be a magic man in the playoffs using his legs. You know, that's a tough that's, – that's a tall order for him right now, especially in his style of play because it's not like he's not Brady where it's all about passing the ball and getting the ball out quick. He has to be an elite athlete to have success. No, it's unfortunate. It's just really unfortunate he didn't get paid. And I don't know. I don't know how you resolve this in the offseason. Win, lose. It's not unfortunate. Goal. The Ravens did put out a good chunk right. of change. It's just I, not. It wasn't fully guaranteed. Like right. we're talking about. I agree. Ravens, Ravens put out a quality offer. Right. So he got at least Dak Prescott money. Mm -hmm. You know, he got at least forty million, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, but he didn't want that because he wanted to show yeah. Watson money. It's mm -hmm. unfortunate for him that he didn't take that deal because now you got an offseason. I don't know how you move forward and get a deal done. Well, Lamar Jackson needed an agent. Lamar Jackson needed an agent. He has advisors. I, he has I, advisors. No, 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 no. Lamar Jackson needed an agent. He don't need no advisors. He don't need nobody in his corner telling him what he what he want to hear. He, mm -hmm. he needed an agent. And here's what here's actually what, what we're looking at here. Uh, listen, and I'm a family, of course, Harbaugh coming from the Eagles organization, a special teams coach. But um, I, I think we're, we're looking at, and, and I, look, I've been a big fan of Baltimore throughout the years, from Ray Lou to Ozzy. I've been a big fan of, of, their, of their organization. But mm. right now we have a situation mm. where both sides are putting a little, are, are between a rock and a hard place, right? So Baltimore, they just, made the playoffs mm. they're not in a position to draft a quarterback that could be franchise changing quarterback and then lamar you know uh him being hurt like uh like rich said coming into the season i mean coming into the uh coming into the the, the tail end of the season to the playoffs is not helping his leverage in terms of getting a long-term deal i think sometimes i think they're both going to have to come together and uh figure out figure out a way well, first of all, I just want to say that it's, it's, it's my understanding that going into the offseason, we'll move on to the next topic here really quickly, is that is that Lamar Jackson, I don't think that uh, there is 
fear about him getting hurt or feeling like an injury would change his leverage because regardless, uh, one, you can always uh, recover that. And two, who's not going to be trying to get Lamar? Do you think that if, if for some reason, you know, they decided to break up, there's no tag or whatever it is or however the tone is. And shoot, I just saw Florio talking on uh, PFT wondering if uh, uh, Harbaugh is going to, you know, decide to come back or not just because he's been with the team for so many years. I'm not, you know, saying that I have specific information on that at this point. I'm not saying I'm saying I heard people just talking about it. So we never know because if Lamar does really decide to put up a, you know, really, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't want to say the word stink, but, you know, just uh, flex his leverage or so and, and not show up or all this other stuff. What really uh, are the uh, Baltimore Ravens prospects, you know, without Lamar at this point, given where they are in the situation, just like you were saying, Morris. Really quickly, I do want to move on before we go into another topic that I think is important. I just want to spend a very short amount of time on this. Sean McVay uh, right now is thinking about potentially walking away from the game right after winning the Super Bowl just last year, uh, February. Uh, what do you think about the fact that he's potentially considering, a, but, but he also, you know, made his considerations after the Super Bowl too. What do you think about that really quickly? Go Rich Dollars. Um, I think that it's up to him. Honestly, I think that it's up to him and his family. Um, I know he dealt with a lot this year. He's probably burnt out. He's a young mm -hmm. dude. He's a young dude. I don't think that this is the last we've seen of him. Um, I think that if he steps away this year, it's because of the staff and, and, and everything that happened with the injuries and he going from Super Bowl champion to the bottom of the barrel and he doesn't have any first round draft picks because they gave him away for Stafford. He Morgan's paid all this. Day. He mortgaged the future. They gave away all the money for Stafford in the defensive end. So now you're stuck in the, between a rock and a hard place with no real way to get better. And you're looking at your future like, what the hell am I doing here? And maybe I need to go sit down for a minute because this shit's driving me crazy. And do a Sean Payton? Should he do a Sean Payton, Clarence? First of all, I, I'm, I'm sorry. When, so he's a genius coach. <laughs> then when things get tough, it's time to walk away. I, I just don't give him grace like that. It's not they gave away a draft pick. He was part of this. He created this situation because he was all in. Forget them picks and all the other stuff. He created an impossible situation for the next coach. And now he's going to walk away because he's not quitting football. He's walking away from the Rams and going to show up somewhere else in a better situation where they got draft picks to rebuild. It's impossible for the Rams to rebuild right now. They gave all those picks away. And so you so saying Sean Payton made the blueprint? Is the blueprint leave, leave when it's looking a little, and then, yeah, and then yeah, try to, yeah. and then try when to parachute back going, in? You know, I, I got when, when, when but the tough gets going, and, and, and you know what's going to happen, right? That's true, Rich. They, they, gonna, they, they gonna won. They're going to do like Houston. Yeah, they won. We're talking about going forward. They're gonna do like Houston and they're gonna set up a black coach to get this job. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that to, to set that up to, for mm. somebody else to take it over when it's time to win again. Morris, but, you got but, a problem? Go ahead, uh, Rich. The franchise's mortgage futures for that Super Bowl. For franchise's mortgage. They had the t-shirts. F those picks. F those picks. Uh-huh. So so I have to I have to agree with uh with, with, with both of you guys on this one. Mm. Listen, uh Yes, the franchise, they said F the picks. They mortgaged the future for a Super Bowl, and he got it. Yes. Hey, he got it. He did coach the team to a Super Bowl win. However, Clarence, you're right as well. I think, you know, what they say, you got no one to hold him, no one to fold him. I think he's going to fold his hand and get out and come in because the future looks bleak. I don't care what you you, you don't have the draft picks. You don't have the, the, the capital. So the salary cap space. So the team is the, the the immediate future of the team looks bleak. 
So why, go ahead and fold your hand, come back in a couple of years to a new situation. What, eight some coaches, 10% of the coaches, I don't know how many coaches get fired every single year, come back come back with a, with a team that has a better opportunity next year. Mm, okay, well, somebody had a quick response to that, or are y'all good? No, I man, I, I, listen, I understand he has every right to do that. You know, Bill Belichick, ready to coach, you know, in the 71, he's going to be 70 years old, he's coming back coaching, sticking with his team. You know, things happen. If you're really that guy, you really want the great coaches. Yes. They build your franchise, build your dynasty, take it back down and build it back up. But the fact this market, I just don't have no respect for that. I don't care if you want to know. One thing you're missing. One thing. One point. One one part you're missing. Bill Belichick, you just said, is 71 years old. McVay is 37 years old. There's a different time. There's a different mentality, and people are not the way they used to be back in the day. There's no doubt. I just respect the old way. Okay. All right. So we're moving on to the huddle. Well, you know it's coaching carousel season when right after week 18, they don't even wait to start firing coaches in the middle of the game. Right on Monday, they call it Black Monday for a reason because coaches are losing their jobs. We have already talked about Cliff Kingsbury. But what we have not talked about, even Tony Dungy had a very poignant comment about this. People have spoken up about this. Robert Griffin III, people around the league have spoken up about this. The Houston Texans letting go of Lovey Smith after one season, right after letting go of David Culley, who the year before was 4-12. and Lovey Smith finishes 3-13-1. The last time they had double-digit wins for the Houston Texans was with Bill O'Brien. 10-6 in 2019. They were 11-5 before that. But they did have Deshaun Watson. Clarence, I know you like to go on your pulpit. Don't be too long, but let us know how do you feel about this happening in Houston with two coaches that are African American, and is, should that even be a point? Does it matter? Is that significant or not? Oh, it, it matters because just got to go back to Steve Wilkes. I mean, look at the coaches that are one and done, and you know, and then and, and you got Cully who's one and done, and you got now Lovey Smith who's one and done, and they were set up to failure. They, they, there was no way they were going to win in one year. With the Deshaun Watson situation, not having the quarterback, all that other stuff. Either you commit to a coach to give him a chance to build, or or, or or you don't. But this is a situation where they just, especially with the Lovey situation, we all know he was hired to get fired. You know, that was they were that was a reactionary. You know, after losing Cully, and then with all the stuff with them trying to get uh, the other young quarterback and, and and the stuff from the coach from Miami, and, and so they they pivoted. To Lovey Smith, we all know he wasn't gonna be here long, but but it's just a disappointment. It's a slap in the face. It's a slap in the face. So let me tell you what some people have been saying on my Twitter. Oh, you are always making it about race and da 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 da. What about the 49ers in 2015 who went from Jim Tom Sula to Chip Kelly before the Shanahan era? That was one and done, one and done. What about that? What about that? Uh, MC, you got a thought about that? Yeah, you know this uh, this situation right here. It uh, it does kind of. Um, I, I think it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Mm. Uh, to yeah, it's it's not a coincidence to do it two years in a row. Um, and then when you hire Lovey Smith, so you have two picks, I think, inside the top ten. Um, you don't draft a quarterback. You you, mm. you 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 start the quarterback that was a late round draft pick last year. 
but you draft at the number three position a DB, and then you draft another a guard, and you mm. expect a coach to come in there and turn the franchise around in one year. Mm. It's, it's it's just ridiculous. I think it's it's. Uh, I, but I just, you didn't answer what I said about the people, the critics on Twitter. What about what about the 49ers comparison? Well, I mean, it's not it's not as if it hasn't happened before. Well, I mean, what happened with the 49ers? They went, they came, they made changes, right? Mm. I have to look and see who they had. I'm sure they had somebody there at quarterback position when they drafted, uh, when they when they signed Chip, or when they signed when they signed uh, Tom Sula. Mm -hmm. You know, they, I, I don't know. I have to go back and look, but mm -hmm. you can't expect somebody to come in there with, I don't know. I think his name is Davis Mills. I don't remember what the quarterback's yes, yes, name is. David Mills. But he's a quarterback mm -hmm. from Stanford who's a late round pick, and mm -hmm. don't make any changes. You didn't make any significant free agent signings. So mm -hmm. what do you expect this man to do in this in, in one mm -hmm. season? And you drafted the wrong cornerback. You could have had Sauce Gardner. Mm. Could have had Sauce exactly, and you could have had Sauce Gardner. Mm. So here's what Tony Dungy said before I get to you, Rich. What are the Texans doing? What kind of operation is this where you don't have any convictions about supporting the coaches you hire? Who is going to want to coach there if you might only get one year to implement your plans? Two years in a row is ridiculous. So, Rich, right now we're in the middle of the coaching carousel season. If you are a black coach right now, knowing that the Texans organization has to fulfill the Rooney Rule, do you interview with the Texans? Or, look, it's one of 32 jobs. i got to take my chance. It's one of 32 jobs. I got to take my chances. Mm. This is the problem. This is this is the problem with this is no. See, this is this is a bigger picture for me. This is the problem with being a black coach. Mm. You don't get those opportunities. McVeigh is talking about leaving a job just because. Just because I don't like it here no more. You don't have no money. We don't have no draft picks. I'm leaving because you know why? I know that I'm gonna get another gig. Mm. Other black coaches are like. Well, not other, but black coaches are like, we might not ever get a gig. Mm. We're sitting around. So for one of 32 jobs comes open. And I have to take my chances. I've got to take my chances. Mm. And, 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 and Houston is a, it's a way nastier situation. It's a bigger situation. It's, it's, it's that dude is racist. There's a problem there in Houston. It's always been a problem there in Houston. It's the problem with the Rockets. It's the problem with the freaking with the with the Astros. It's the problem with the with the Texans. That dude that owns the, the Texans is a racist person. Period. There's why, no doubt oh, about well, it. And why and do you everybody feel that knows way? it? But why do you feel because are you going off feeling? Are you going off? No, the I'm going off of I'm going off of I'm going off of my, my Donald Trump um support. I'm going off of why Deshaun really wanted to be out of there. I'm going off of a bunch of other things that are happening down there that I know about that I'm not going to speak on because people, I don't want to put nobody on blast, but that organization as a whole has been making these type of decisions and been crapping on black people forever. Mm. And now you go and you want to, you want to go and you want to do the Rooney rule. So you hire a black dude, just to fire it. You had no, the, the coach two years ago was 90 years old. He wasn't ever going to be there for any certain amount of time. Mm. And then you go and you hire Lovey, and then Lovey's already in hot water for the stuff that he did. So you go and you give him a gig and you hire him to fire him only because you want to get from underneath that whole thing. So now, right now, you go and you do what you want to do. And if anybody says anything to you, you say, well, I hired two black dudes in a row. They didn't get it done. But what did they have to get it done with? Mm. They had nothing. You gave them absolutely nothing to get it done with. 
So Clarence, what I've also been hearing as far as comments in my social media, people are saying, but what about the fact that they just didn't do a good job? Look at the record. They're not good coaches, you know, you know, so, but then my, my response to that, but then if they're not, why did they hire them if they weren't good coaches? Clarence, what do you think about this? Hurry up. No, I mean, I, I'm Rich. Rich said it all, and, and Rich, you 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 took a lot of words right out of my mouth. But which but were? Yeah, they, which they, were? Well, I mean, just just the whole situation with the Texans, how they handled it, how you know we we, we, we you know it's funny because he was defending Sean McVay, they threw Sean McVay under the bus right there. I, I like that, but uh, yeah, because he can get. It but no, the just from being just from being a black man versus a white man. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but Cully had to take that job. You know, mm. coming from Baltimore, his age, he had to yeah. take that job. Mm -hmm. Lovey wanted to get back in, basically mm. had to take that job. You know, they can't be choosy, walk away from jobs, knowing, mm -hmm. they're, gonna job, knowing they're gonna get another opportunity. You know, like Sean McVay, but certainly they hired those coaches. Why they hire those coaches? You know, we know why. Why did those guys take those jobs? We they had to. That they they didn't give. They weren't committed enough as organization to give them opportunity to win. You have to commit to a coach. Mm. They did not do that. So to mm. say they didn't go, didn't do enough, good enough job, or didn't they didn't get the opportunity to do so? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got a question for the panel right now. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. jo Josie Moja, <laughs> if Flores, if, if Flores is offered that job right now, does he take it? Wow. No. Go ahead, Maury. No, no, mm. no, no. You you can absolutely not take that job mm. right now. I think the only way. Well, let me take that back. Let me let me backtrack. How does he get back in the game? Why are you backtracking though? Yeah. Let me let me backtrack. Let me let me backtrack on that. Um, I would now you do have an opportunity. There are a couple of quarterbacks at the top of the draft. You know, when you talk about Stroud, you talk about your boy from Alabama, uh, Kentucky. So we do have some quarterbacks in this draft. Um, but I would have to see some type of early termination type of penalty. In case, because you got to give these guys some time. But you're right; you may have to take it if you're a Flores. You may have to take it as long as you can get in there and get some sort of a building block with a quarterback. I think you probably should consider it. Yeah, I, I backtrack on my first answer. Mm -hmm. Well, he was high on the list, you know, one of the finalists. But obviously, he has an ongoing lawsuit, you know, against the which uh, matter. NFL. Which oh, which, you, which you're not matter. getting any objections here. Just you know, setting the table with regards to you know what's going on. But we would be naive to think that that didn't play some of part of him not getting the job in Houston right now. He is a candidate. Uh, at least there's been a pink slip put in for him. Rather, you know, not as far as you know, whatever. That's probably not the color I want to use, but you know what I mean. As far as asking him. Uh, to potentially interview for the defensive coordinator vacancy with the Cleveland Browns, interestingly enough, after the Browns just got rid of uh, Joe Woods. But we are going to move on to final takes. All right, all right, all right. Guess what? It is wild card weekend in the NFL. Let me tell you, it's going to be a fun time to be watching the game on the tube. So you know what? Let me go down this for you because I want to know what y'all feel is the best game of the weekend. Rich, typically Morris gets this part wrong. And I also want to know who you got on Saturday. The Seahawks face the San Francisco 49ers, Chargers at Jaguars Sunday. Here's your slate. 
Miami at Buffalo, <laughs> Minnesota, Baltimore at Cincy, and Monday it is Dallas <laughs> Clarence Hill at Tampa <laughs> Bay. So, Clarence, why don't we just go ahead and start with you? First of all, what is the game of the week and who do you got? Go. Wow. Game of the week is Dallas Tampa Bay, of course. Come on. Mm. That's, that's, they put it on Monday night for a reason. Mm. Got in prime time. Mm. Is mm. it going to be Tampa Bay? You know? <laughs> Putting the Cowboys out the playoffs, so the Cowboys maybe sending Tom Brady into an early retirement. I can't say early retirement. Yeah. You know, so that's that's definitely the game of the week. Uh, you know, it's for all the eyes, everybody's gonna be watching. It's something everybody everybody wants to talk about. The Cowboys is gonna be another train wreck. It's Tampa Bay. Tom Brady. Why is that so just understood? Is it gonna be a train wreck? Jesus Christ. Go ahead. We it is what it is. Yeah, I got the Cowboys winning. I got them beating Tampa Bay. I got you them gotta win it. Oh, okay. What you feel about this, Mr. NFC East Eagles representative? Listen, listen. Uh, I, I have to say, in light of uh, this debacle that took place uh, in Washington uh, this past weekend, I, I, I think <laughs> I probably would have to agree with with Clarence that the Dallas Cowboys they have shown the resiliency to back to come back with a vengeance after a loss, particularly a loss where people really start to doubt them. I don't know what it is, but when everyone's on the bandwagon with the Cowboys, they seem to falter. But when people start doubting them and counting them out, they they play Ooh. an incredible game. I so can't I think wait to right. this may right. be in their favor. Mm. Mm. Richie Dollars, go. Um, I don't think there's any doubt. I don't think I can go against the guys on the panel. Mm. Quite frankly, it's Dallas, Tampa. Mm. Mm. I'm taking. I think Tampa's getting healthy right now, healthier than they've been. I think they get their two offensive guard, their two tackles back this week. Mm. Yeah, yep. I mean, they're they're scary. They're scary against Dallas, and the fact that I think that could possibly be getting in his own head at this point. Mm. And that's yeah. scary for me. And if they don't, and if they cannot run the ball, and Zeke is not 100, and Pollard is not whatever they want him to be, this game could actually. And they're in Tampa. This game, this taking in consideration, they're in Tampa. This is an interesting game. Now, the most important game for me this weekend is what happens with um, with two in Miami. I'm a big, ah. I'm a big, I'm a big Tua fan, oh, and I, yeah. and and I will. And tomorrow, I guess we get to see if he actually gets to play or not. Mm. Who, who are they playing? Buffalo. 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 In Buffalo. Why are you saying like that? It's, it's a wrap. Why you saying it's a wrap? Why is it's a wrap? Because it's simply in the cold. Because it's in the cold. Buffalo wins that game where the two is playing or not. Unfortunately, listen, I you know I'm always rooting for for for. Look, I root for all these people. You know, I may have my opinions, but I don't hate on anybody. You know, I hope oh, everybody we does go. well. But I just <laughs> don't think. I think I think I think Buffalo. They they feel like they they they, they missed an opportunity last year. I think they're going to mm -hmm. be focused. I think it's a wrap for Miami. First of all, when Miami went to Buffalo week 15, they only lost 32 to 29. You making it sound like it's a wrap, Morris. They only lost. They only what? 32 29. No, I didn't hear that. I didn't it was hear a loss. It was a loss. But you're making it sound, you making it sound like they lost by five touchdowns listen, simply because it was close. I don't care what the listen, score is. Let's, let's this is be honest. Let's 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 Let's be honest. 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 Mm. Yeah, I mean, all the I agree. Had, his future, his long term health should be more important than, than this wild card playoff game. He should not play again this year. Okay, I got a question. Go ahead. Oh, Rich, please go. 
I got a question. So if you're saying he shouldn't play this Sunday, then why should he play moving forward? I, I, I need to find out about his brain. I need to find out. We need to get let some time pass between these concussions. He had the, the two, three. How many had this year? Because they lied. I don't trust Miami and how they've handled him mm -hmm. and what they've said about his concussions. So at least three this year. And, okay? and, and actually, and actually, I think that's a great question, uh, Rich. I think that. I mean, I don't know if we know enough about these concussions, but yeah, in a situation like this, I think it is, you know, he does really need to consider his long-term health options, like Clarence said. And you're right. If it's not, if it's, if he's not paying this week, maybe he should sit out next year. You know, it's just, it's just something that I don't think that we have all the answers to with these concussions. But if, if, if it were me, uh, of course, I, I mean, of course, I would want to play, but it's probably best to err on the side of caution and sit out as long. What if as Tua can. wants to play? What if Tua That's goes up to Mike McDaniel? And I'm just, I know, but I'm just saying, if it if Morris, because it's easy for us to say that when we're looking at somebody of else. Course, no, 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 of no. course, But but it's like it's like somebody coming up to you, Morris, and saying, I, listen, you know, no, you need to end your acting career right now. You see listen, what I'm saying? I, or is it I up go to through you? this. I go through this even now when mm -hmm. I shouldn't be on the basketball court when I'm working. I could get hit in the eye. I could pull a hamstring, <laughs> mess up my Achilles. But yet, my I'm, I'm still out there on the court. Mess so, up those teeth. You mean mess up that Kobe <laughs> smile? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> ain't trying to hear about your <laughs> your. Oh, 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 oh please! You can't oh, mess up this smile. So but, and, and, and listen, I get it as a as a professional yes. athlete yes. in your prime, being one of thirty two. Mm -hmm. 32 starting quarterback to be able to play at that level and once that is over you are never going to get that type of challenge in your life again, again. i realize i definitely realize the challenge it is for an athlete with the mentality of i can go out there i can make it happen i'm gonna be all right especially for young people because he's mm -hmm. still very young mm -hmm. however I mean, if we look at the numbers and we see what happens to some of these athletes who have mm -hmm. numerous concussions, um, mm -hmm. I, I think long term he really needs to consider it. But it's, it's, I'm not saying it's easy. It's easy for me to sit here on this couch on those Sundays when I'm watching the game. Oh, he shouldn't be playing. Oh, they should be doing this. Oh, they should be doing that. It's much different when you're in that seat. Well, and, and just piggybacking on this for a second, yeah. that's why it's so hard with the concussion policy is because you have to trust the players, you know, and you have to trust them. Uh, that they're going to let people know I have a concussion and, and want to sit out. No, that's and why they have the spotter. The spotter's supposed to do the job. I, but the spotter's made a mistake. No, I know. I look, yeah, you know, don't got no like, arguments that's why here. Yeah. Loopholes. Yes. But even but 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 again, um, yes. Sometimes yes. you have to take it out of the player's hands. You mm -hmm. know, and, and and I understand he would want to play. They all want to play. They think they're invincible. They're they're right. warriors and all the other stuff. But you have to take it out of their hands for their long term health of not just for themselves. What are the game? Because it's only. But how do you? But how do you take it out of their hands? Because I, I will venture to say right now that Tua is going to play on Sunday. Just based on just I and I, we don't know. I'm just going out on a limb right now and saying that, and I could be dead ass wrong. But I would venture to say that Tua is going to play on Sunday because this is so important for him and everything for him moving forward. He has to go up there and play, and he has to have a good showing. And when you're an athlete or you're just somebody that is in a position with success, there's only, like, like he said, there's only 32 of y'all. This job is not a given. You got to go and do what you got to do. Wait, you wait, got wait, to go and do what you got to do. And, wait, and, you, and sometimes you should be saved from yourself. But I don't know that in this case he will be. Because so, if, he has, if he has a forced concussion this year, it will be taken out of his hands. 
But let if me he say has a poor concussion on Sunday, it'll be it will be taken out of his hands. Let me let me say this, and and I've watched football. I, I can say I'm the biggest football loser. That's all I do on Sundays. I don't. I go to the gym. I come home. I'm watching football games. Tua was involved in two of the scariest, not the scariest, because uh, last uh, last week was the scariest. Demar with, Hamlin uh, with Hamlin, but two of the 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 the, the, the most horrifying, uh, scary images that I've seen on a football field. Thursday night football. What's that? Thursday night football at Cincinnati when he was in the fencing position. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but even before that, the one where he got slammed to the ground, he got up and started running, and the then Buffalo. he fell, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. then the other one, he got slammed to the ground, mm -hmm. and his, you know, his hand, and he, and you could tell he was just incapacitated. Those are some. Those are two by the same person, mm -hmm. by the same person in one season. Mm -hmm. He should have not have played after the after the one on Thursday night. And Thursday you know what? Night. And you know what's crazy? Something clearly, mm -hmm. was not right. Mm -hmm. And you know what's crazy that you just said that? Mm -hmm. Two of the three most scary things that we've seen as football fans happen with Tua. And you know that this man went out there and said that I can't remember what happened in the second half against Green Bay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I can't remember throwing those passes in the second half against Green Bay. No, what's even more scary is that there's somebody at the game whose job it is to see if there's any players with their head whip blasting on the field and still missed it. And, he, yeah. and again, <laughs> Again, 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 again. So the last thing I really want to say real quick, and I want to get your picks and we're out of here, um, is that uh, about Tua and that, you know, I've just been hearing there's some other concerns behind the scenes that don't even have to do with this with regards to his uh, psychological confidence and things like that. Some things going on um, just with, you know, people around him. This is what people are talking about. I'm not saying I'm saying this is what, you know, people who uh, who are league sources in the building, outside the building or what have you. So I think there's a multitude of things. And I think they're also concerned about how that's playing into his head. But uh, I'll say this, that um, I'll just make this comment that, you know, if with everything that happened with DeMar Hamlin, we should definitely have the perspective and remember that these athletes are, um, are people too, but let's not get down on them when they don't perform well and, uh, you know, mess with their psyche as well. And I'll just leave it at that because well, I'll make that comment because if it does come out, some of the things that I'm hearing, then you'll remember that I said that. Okay, go ahead. What? Listen here. So it's easy for me to sit here as a, uh, mm -hmm. you know, 50 mm -hmm. Uber plus equals fan. year old mm -hmm. man and say <laughs> what a young kid shouldn't, shouldn't do. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you have done something your whole entire life, mm -hmm. Uh, and you're in your early 20s mm -hmm. and you're right there and you're, and you're doing what you love and you've been that's probably has dominated his life. And I don't know about his personal life and all that. Mm -hmm. And you think after this, what do I do? Where do I turn? What, what career path do I have? It's a scary time. Mm -hmm. It's not only a scary time for him health wise, but I'm sure it's a scary time for him career rise. Mm -hmm. You know how and, and listen. That's a very that's an unfortunate reality of it. Another reality of it is, you know, to be one of those special human beings, mm -hmm. to be able to have one of 32 positions in the entire world, the most the most uh, important position in all of sports. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's it's a scary time for him. That's all I can say. One more thing on tour, Joe. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. This this right here was going on with with tour. And I think it's partly some of what you what you were alluding to a minute ago. Mm -hmm. Flores, this is the difference between Flores and Harbaugh. Harbaugh has embraced 
Lamar Jackson. That's my guy. Lamar Jackson is confident that his job is secure. He can go out there and make decisions based on Lamar Jackson. Flores was in Tua's head to the point where Tua feels like he might not ever be that guy. He never felt that comfort. So now when you don't feel that comfort, you are doing things that you probably shouldn't do or that you would have that you wouldn't do had you felt that comfort. Flores is in that man's head. He feels like he has to go out there and prove everything that Flores said that he said about that man wrong. And he has to go out there and prove it. And it's going to put him in positions where he's going to put himself in harm's way, trying to prove somebody else is wrong or that he's a viable NFL quarterback or he deserves to be here. Well, the comment I was just making just now was not about um, was not about Flores, but I hear you. No, but I hear you, Rich. But I hear you, Rich. Go ahead. Go but, ahead. But at, but at what at, at what cost? Right. I, I think at some point, you know, listen, we all have to take responsibility for ourselves, despite mm. what people say, think, and feel about us. You know, Flores can can have question marks about his ability. You know, uh, from here until the end of the time, and quite frankly, nothing could possibly change that. Sometimes mm -hmm. people have an opinion, and there's nothing that you can do that that's. And oh, by the way, he's not there anymore. So mm -hmm. what's that now? You said. And what? by the way, Flores is not there anymore. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm, but I'm yeah. just saying, just in response to, to yeah. Rich, it's like yeah. you can't be out here trying to prove people wrong and trying to change people's minds because ultimately, in the end, people are going to believe what they want to believe and feel how they want to feel. Sometimes, and there's so, nothing that you can do to Morris, change. If it was your son, if it was your son. Do you, do, was, do you, if it was your son, do you let him make his own decision with no, 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 because, you know, Rich teed it up. This is this yeah. this weekend. Could let's just say this weekend could be it. Do, do you let your son go out there? Yes or no? Quick. I, no, no, I got I got to tell him. I got to tell him no. I have wow. to tell him no. But, you know, listen, only because, listen, when my son played high school football, mm -hmm. he had a, he had a he, he played. He had a crack. He had cracked something like an ankle or something like that. Honestly, I was so happy that he did that because I was concerned about him every time he went on the field. And I was glad that mm -hmm. he couldn't play. So he still got to be to have the camaraderie mm -hmm. and, the, and the association of being with the team and mm -hmm. learning how you know mm -hmm. to, to support each other and to, to work together as a group. Mm -hmm. But I didn't have to see him mm -hmm. risk his health in high school football on every Friday night. We're talking about grown men. Mm. abnormal size human beings mm. they're probably 150 pounds more than Tua mm -hmm. 150 mm -hmm. pounds mm. coming at this man slamming him to the ground yes, I, would, I would personally tell my son no. no but hey you know that's that's just me listen. not that he would listen to me anyway but, <laughs> you know. well, I mean we already have an example of that right I mean Mike Tomlin did it with Ryan Clark in a playoff game mm. you know he didn't let him play a playoff game mm -hmm. because of his health so mm -hmm. we have we already have a coach thinking about a bigger picture about treating a player like a talking about a sickle cell. Yes. Yeah. We already have a in coach Denver, doing in that. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and Miami should do the same thing with Tua. Mm, okay. All right. Really quick. Uh, Seattle at San Francisco. Um, Clarence, who's winning that game? Oh, San Francisco. Cakewalk. Uh, Rich, who's winning that game? San Fran. Oh, it's a cakewalk with Gino. Okay. I was, I was, okay. Okay. MC, who's winning that game? Frisco. Oh, okay. 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 I'm glad y'all said it. Okay. Chargers at Jacksonville. Rich. Jacksonville. Jacksonville over Justin Herbert. Morris. Teach me how to Dougie. Teach me how to Dougie. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. And Clarence. I'm going with Duval. Oh, Duval. Oh. Well. oh, I'm so glad. We should run this tape on Twitter after this. Okay. Miami at Buffalo. Morris. Buffalo. 
Oh, okay. That's right. Who? Because the Dolphins only lost by three, and it's going to be a landslide. Rich go. They only what? Buffalo. 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 The Dolphins only lost by three the last time they played in they, Buffalo. No, Clarence. You said they only what? I couldn't hear the word after. Uh, only. Whatever. Anyways, Clarence lost. Uh, go ahead. Below. Below got this. Okay. Easy. Giants at Minnesota. Rich. Giants. Oh well, you missed in New York. Are you saying that with your heart, or are you saying that with your mind? I just want to know. I'm saying that. I'm saying that with my mind. I don't have any confidence in um. Minnesota, I don't have any confidence Kirk in Kirk Cousins. Nah, I don't have no confidence. They, he was a he, he won the game of the year. You remember they called it yeah, he did. game of yeah, the he year. Did. Versus, okay, yeah, he okay. did. Want to make sure you saw that game, Morris? Go ahead. This is a tough one for me. Uh, really tough. I would like to think the Giants, but I, I have to go with Minnesota. I can't imagine they're going to come into that. Oh, it's really tough. Oh, it's really tough with Daniel Jones led Giants. So now it's really tough. Saquon Barkley led Giants. Le leading the witness. Leading the witness. You're leading uh, the witness. I'm just well, no, well, but I, the I, reason, I'm recalling the reason, conversations the reason, the reason from when Justin Tuck was on our show. The reason why it's tough because the, I'm not sure that the Giants just went in there and involved with Minnesota. They played them very, very, very close, very well. And I think that I think the Giants may be a better coach team. Mm, okay, Clarence, did you pick one? I have not picked one. I just want to say, you know, we were talking about Kirk Cousins having the game of the year against Buffalo. He also responded with that game and lost 43 to the Cowboys. I just want to make sure <laughs> next week. Okay. Okay. Find that, a way to get that, Dallas that being, in there. That, that being oh, said, yes, yes. That being said, I do not trust Daniel Jones. I'm going with the Vikings in this game at home. Okay. Baltimore at Cincinnati. We're still waiting to find out if Lamar uh, is playing. It might be Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley is three and two in his five starts since uh, what you call it has been out. What? Clarence, go. This this is Joe Burrow. Joe Money. That dude. They mm. take him back to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. I, 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 they they got He got a lot of coverage. Got a lot of oh. swag. This won't be close. Bengals back in the AFC. Okay, represent AFC. MC what? Who? Ooh, uh, I'm going with I'm going with Cincinnati. However, I think if Lamar plays, it's going to be much closer than we than we think. But you're still so you would still pick Cincinnati if Lamar I'll plays. Still pick, I'll still pick Cincinnati. And Rich. Cincinnati with or without Lamar Jackson. Okay, and last but not least, Dallas at Tampa. Be careful. Take your time. This is the postseason. Take your time, Morris. I'm going to have to go with uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Like I said earlier, <laughs> it's, it's, listen, oh, listen, it's, okay. it's, 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 trust me. You have no idea how hard it is to go against Tom Brady <laughs> in this moment. Especially but I've just, seen, I've just seen Dallas respond as a team. Yes. Not just a quarterback position, yes. but as yes. a team this year after <laughs> when people start counting them out. Rich, go ahead. Why are you covering your eyes? Go ahead. San Francisco. I mean, excuse me, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Tampa Bay. Tampa oh, Bay. But, 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 why? Wow. but why? But why? Because I think Dak is starting to get in his own mind. Mm. Tampa Bay is getting healthy. Mm. I'm never going to go against Tom Brady. In this in this type of situation, and at Tampa, at and Tampa, that was, that, was my, that, was, that was my last one. Listen. They're playing in Florida. He lost it. He lost it. Rams at Tampa last year in the playoffs. But that and the, and the Rams went on to win it. Is anybody well, thinking that saying, that man. the Dallas is going to go on and win something? I just I, listen. I feel yeah. you on that. And listen, it's I agree with everything you're saying, Rich. And it's it's just really hard. But I just feel <laughs> that it's it's a scary. It's a tough. It's a tough. It's not an easy game to pick. Gotta it's get off the fence. We gotta game. get off. You, you, you pick Dallas. You pick Tampa. Clarence. And one more pick? thing. Hold up. Before uh -huh. Clarence go. Before Clarence go. Okay. Godwin. 
Evans, Julio. Dallas has one DB that can cover anybody. They got Michael Parsons, and Michael Parsons ain't been Michael Parsons in the last four weeks. Oh, they got a, oh, they got a good eight on. day rest. They got a good Monday night. The extra rest is gonna help Michael Parsons get healthy. Uh, <laughs> Bay is eight and nine for a reason. Eight and yep. nine. Eight yep, and yep. nine. This is not yep. vintage Tom Brady. Clarence, you're, you're, Tom you didn't Brady. you didn't watch the game against the Panthers. You didn't. You didn't I know they. You didn't, you Panthers are juggernaut suddenly. The Panthers oh, are juggernaut. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, but it was the first time that your downfield passing game did open up. Okay, they look played at, well, me one. and you at cornerback. Okay, okay, okay. Me and right. you were at cornerback. Okay, okay. And I run anyways, a four five. Anyways, and you run a four eight. Anyways, anyways, listen, listen. I, I can outrun your seat. Anyway, yeah, I can outrun your seat. You still got track champion. Oh, okay, okay. Make sure I don't need to bring out my Tar Heel D1 track <laughs> oh, credentials on all of you. I didn't Anyways, know they had water girls on the track team. That you oh, water, water girls? Oh, listen, they call me Swoops for a reason because I'm powering on the front of the quad and I'm powering on the back of the hamstring. Just look oh up some pictures God. if you want to remind yourselves of what it was back in the day. Okay, anyways, we appreciate <laughs> Richie Rich, our VIP guest, coming into the crew crib to appreciate break down all the NFL headlines. We appreciate Thanks, Clarence Hill uh, representing the Cowboys in his hateration. Chill. All chill, the way chill. from Dallas. So we will see if any of y'all are right. And I will run back that prediction section if need be on Twitter. Thank y'all. I appreciate it. We're out. Peace. Peace.